0: what's up what's up what's up what you doing
1: nothing much you know just got back from being wined and dined by a district court judge but what are you up to
0: oh my goodness gracious sounds like a good time where'd you go
1: this little place called the Dubliner in dc nice little restaurant but i've got a good uh intro into today's podcast so what's up Little known fact, Supreme Court Justice Byron White, Supreme Court Justice from about the 60s to the 90s, was also an NFL football player and was good enough to make the all-decade team in the 1940s. So if you ever thought you were a total package, this dude was Supreme Court Justice level smart and also all-decade NFL. Some people do. They just got it better than everybody else.
0: Yeah. I was about to say, holy cow, that's insane,
1: dude. That would suck. Like, what do you do if that guy comes up on your girl? You're like, man, he's oh my he's my faster God. than me, he's stronger than me, he's smarter than me. Hard than
0: me. He's smarter than me by a million.
1: Dude, that would suck. One person, would... one person who didn't have it made this week was Cam Newton, dude. What do you think about that fight?
0: That was crazy. What even started? Like, what was? Did they ever come out with anything about what actually happened? Has he even commented on that?
1: So yeah, I did not know, for those of you listening, Cam Newton hosts a 7-on-7 event once a year, right? In Atlanta. Yeah, in Atlanta. I didn't realize Cam Newton's from Atlanta. So mm-hmm. he does this thing to like give back to the community and everything, which is great. We actually know somebody from our high school that went to one of those, Demon, back in the day. So it's a cool thing Cam Newton does, but apparently... He had these two brothers that used to work with him. Their last name is Brown. I forget their first names. And they had a bit of a falling out. And these two guys went and made their own 7-on-7 league. And for some reason, they thought it, from what I understand, they thought it would be a good idea to have a 7-on-7 that these guys got and play against seven of Cam's guys. Why they thought that would be a good idea, I have no clue. Since they didn't like each other enough to where they broke off into different camps.
0: Yeah, but
1: makes no sense. So last year, it was a little thing that was a news story for a week. But there was a issue where somebody at Cam's camp called him trash last year. And it was kind of a carryover from that. Apparently, uh-huh. Cam was trying to like bet on the seven on seven games and he was running up on these guys he's like come on man like throw money on it throw money on it you know I'm good for it and they didn't like the fact that he was flaunting his money I guess and so they started jawing back like hey man like you trash like who cares how much money you got you can't play and then they ended up seven on one going in on him and do that was
0: say, it was like 7 on 1 whenever you see the video people just coming in out of nowhere throwing haymakers
1: yeah and didn't even really <laughs> land a good shot on him like that showed you how good cam newton was back in the day at ducking the defense
0: Dude, the, the memes that have came out about that it's like you know the video of when it starts on the ground and then it goes up and it's Shaq and Kobe standing next to each other in the finals. Yeah. It's like uh, M. <laughs> Newton in his hat during that fight. <laughs> and it was just oh yeah,
1: dude. Can you imagine <laughs> us going five on one on some guy, not even managing to knock his hat off? Like that's it's how you was- know you got shown up big time.
0: At that point, me, we would just walk away and be like, "Let's never talk about this again, please."
1: It's like, hey Wait. man, look, I know I said you was trash, but you got something going with you. I respect mm-hmm. it. Just don't touch me ever again.
0: (laughs) Cam Newton wakes up and says if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Dude, the fact that RG three, he was like, Man, Cam Newton led Auburn to a ten to nothing season and these guys thought that they could do something to him. What kind of what kind of stuff are they teaching these kids these days?
0: That's cr- at first, when I forg- initially saw the video and stuff, I didn't realize it was, like, all that. I thought it was, like, a bunch of kids coming up and trying to beat up on him or something. Yeah. I was like, bro, what are they beating Dude, like that's like,
1: that's, like, one of, you know that meme where it's, like, I am the captain now. It's, like, <laughs> all the kids, like, I am the coach now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. You, don't, you don't call plays anymore, Cam. You're done. Cut.
1: Dude, could you imagine if that would have happened when Demond was at his camp? And we could just just be like, dude, like, front row seat to it.
0: Holy cow. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: But no, so that's what's going on with Cam Newton. That's probably the most relevant Cam Newton's been since. In a long time. Yeah. (laughs) It's (laughs) crazy. He's only 34. And the fact that he's already out of the league is.
0: Yeah, I think you should be playing. In my opinion, there's a team that could use him, there are a couple teams Mm -hmm. that could use him.
1: Do you think he's kind of held back by how good he was, like the fact yeah, that he's to
0: what he used to be, or compared now to then? Yeah, mm-hmm. he fell like that's how hard falloffs come back from. You go to an MVP winning season, to making it to the Super Bowl, to almost winning it,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: well, they they didn't almost win it that year. They got blown. Yeah, out. they
1: got the crap beat up, beat out of them, but by a crappy Peyton Manning. The defense, that Broncos defense, I was glad to see Sean Marino got him a ring, yeah. but dude, that yeah. defense took them to the Super Bowl. Did you
0: can find it like all the OG Georgia dogs went to the NFL and basically all of them have a ring. Stafford, mm-hmm. Sean, besides A.J. Green, I guess.
1: Yeah, Up right. Maybe he'll get him one. I don't think he's yeah. in the league anymore. Yeah, no, he's but...
0: retired. He's officially, I think he retired last year. Dang. Something like that. But, I mean, most of them have a ring, which is
1: – No, okay, given how good Georgia football has been the last two, three, honestly five years, do you think Matthew Stafford is still the best Georgia quarterback in our lifetime?
0: Probably. Well, Aaron Murray was insane. He, granted, he didn't mm-hmm. win us big games. He was good. Like, he could mm-hmm. throw the heck out of the ball. How so do you – He the SEC in passing yards.
1: How do you think those – Kirby teams would stack up against the like prime Mark Richt era like no Sean Matthew staff.
0: They would destroy them. Like seriously, I really think they would they'd probably No, I got to take that back. That's mm-hmm. a very excessive way to put it. But they would definitely beat them. For sure beat them.
1: Do you think the coaching was the difference or do you think the teams were just more well-rounded?
0: Both Well, it has a lot to do with both because back then like it was really hard to recruit Because you couldn't get in trouble, you couldn't cross any lines without, you know, having to keep somebody's mouth shut somewhere, and most of the time that stuff will come out. Mm -hmm. So now you can basically, hey, I'll give you $2 million, come play here. And it's like, what?
1: Yeah, that's what Nick Saban was sounding off on this week. I don't know if you saw, he was in the news for that, but he was pretty much complaining about how college football has changed for the worst, and that the you know,
0: game That's why is... he got out. Of yeah, I was. I said nothing to get go. The only reason he's even leaving and stuff is because nil.
1: Mm-hmm. That stuff
0: makes it so ridiculous and hard for a coach to even get like five star recruits anymore. Because, well, they'll just go to a different team. Like, for example, your, what is it, Caleb Downs? Is that his yeah. name? Yeah. From Alabama, transfers to where did he go? Ohio State because mm-hmm. they paid him. Yeah, it's man. really hard to keep five stars unless you have millions of dollars. And if you want 10, ten five stars at a million ahead, you put you do the math to that. i
1: hey, glad my tuition's going somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, Bama, Bama, Bama says tuition to the football team this year NIL, NIL.
1: No, dude, seriously, the football player dorms, they have like their own living hall on campus and they eat steak, lobster. Like, they treat them nice. Meanwhile, we're over there in the regular dining hall eating, like, beans and microwave potatoes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's like, Floppy (laughs) Joe.
1: Man, it's like, come on, y'all couldn't give us some of the spare lobster?
0: (laughs) I mean, just that. I'd I'd take a little lobster bite.
1: Yeah, dude, just a little claw. Yeah,
0: I I'll, I'll break the crab myself. I don't care. Cause I just need the meat out of
1: it. Honestly, I don't even got to eat. I'll just sit down and talk to you guys.
0: Watch. I'll just watch. Is it weird for me to sit in the corner and just watch?
1: <laughs> and I didn't realize Nick Saban's going to be on college game day.
0: Mm-hmm. Until, so yeah, that, that'll be I'm fun in,
1: seeing him out with the know, Pat McAfee and know, all those guys.
0: I was going to say, a good reason that most of these people that are, like, retiring and all that, big mm-hmm. big-time big names that are, like, getting out of the, their – leagues and all that their, their coaching statuses mm-hmm. most of them like pat McAfee, could get a lot of them to espn if he's not careful like espn will be filled with nothing but like goats if you know what I mean. like yeah. he's just he's got that trade in him to where he just draws in everybody
1: except for aaron Rodgers, i think aaron Rodgers killed any chance he had at getting a espn job after he retired with all the trash he was talking about jimmy kimmel
0: yeah dude that was bad and then he started going on about travis kelsey and all that stuff that was funny
1: yeah now i know it's been a couple weeks but you didn't get to catch the super bowl stream so how would you feel about the super bowl what were your thoughts
0: i have wanted the 49ers to win we know that but my my score wasn't anywhere near what i wanted it to be Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that's always wrong always i got the gatorade right and i won on the National anthem, so I mean, can't be mad about that. There you go. But but overall gameplay, you just can't put Mahomes out, man. You mm. can't count him out.
1: Now, how how That's do you pretty. feel about people already comparing him to Brady? Uh, do you but think it's too it's, early? I mean,
0: it's not too early because in the amount of games Brady had played compared to Mahomes has played, Mahomes has already outdone him almost. Like, mm. basically, he he's basically outdone him. Like Brady won a lot of his, I guess like, his main Super Bowls later on. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. Mahomes still, he's just, what, in his sixth year or eight, something like that. He's less than six years. And he's already, a what, three-time, four-time? Three-time. Three-time, yeah. So, I mean, half the years he's played, he's a Super Bowl champ. And I know he's won the MVP at least once. Mm
1: -hmm. I I would definitively say him winning this Super Bowl puts him – third all-time for me I got to he'd pass Peyton Manning with this one to me yeah. he's still one behind Joe Montana and yeah. after that then I'll be ready for the Brady talk
0: right I mean he's got to win at least two more for him to even be considered up in Brady's talk in my opinion mm-hmm. at least two more and then you can start talking like that
1: I mean it's crazy how much he's managed to do in such a short time I would definitely say he's had the best five-year stretch of any oh, quarterback, yeah. from a talent yeah. and winning perspective. Yeah. Because, like, when Brady, Brady in like, yeah, in the early Patriots runs, when they went back to bat like, Brady was not being carried by the defense, but that was a defense-heavy team, and Brady was more of a game manager. He didn't come into his own as an individual until Randy Moss showed up.
0: Exactly, and then he started throwing the ball down the field and getting his numbers up.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, imagine being 10 years in, and all of a sudden, it's like, wait, I can be an MVP?
0: Bet. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, well, hang on, come here, Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah. And somehow, they have, never
1: right? won a ring together.
0: But then, like, guys, like, people don't understand. Wes Welker, Julian mm-hmm. Edelman, Danny Amendola, like, those guys were, mm-hmm.
1: like... Malcolm they Butler.
0: Brady. They carried Brady a long way. Without those guys, they wouldn't, like... Think about Julian Edelman. If he never had that catch in the Super Bowl, the Falcons win. Oh, yeah. Falcons win that Super Bowl all day, but Julian Edelman is the only reason. Like, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that's the only reason they won. Without that catch and that momentum shifter, you're, you're not winning that game.
1: Now, when it comes to Edelman, do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame?
0: I don't know his stats. That's my Well, only okay.
1: Thing, I, I, I guess what I'm really asking is, is there are a lot of players in the Hall of Fame that had really good regular season stats but were basically never in the postseason, somebody like a Tracy McGrady or yeah. like a Barry Sanders. Yeah. Do you think he the opposite should be allowed in, somebody who wasn't great in the postseason but somehow made it to the playoffs and like always showed up in the big games like a Robert Horry or like a Julian Edelman?
0: Yeah, I think they deserve to be in there because like they're winning championships. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think postseason – Those yards and those catches and all that mean a lot more than the regular season. Mm -hmm. Granted, the regular season gets you there, but the postseason is when you got to clutch up, you got to ball it, you got to you got to show out. And when they're doing it, only then, I mean, it says a lot about them to wait eighteen games or eighteen weeks out of the year just to turn up for three of them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah,
0: I think they deserve to be in, but it should take them a little bit longer to be put on a ballot than people who
1: you know, openly deserve it. Yeah, I mean, somebody who's won, like, an MVP or two but sucked in the playoffs, like... Yeah, they definitely got first ups. And, you know, this is why I love this podcast. We can be, like, almost 20 minutes in and just be completely flying off the dome and not touch on anything we have written yeah. out to talk yeah, about
0: no, the preview our preview is shohei <laughs> yeah it, shohei it, it, and mlb
1: he, preseason preview
0: Yeah,
1: somebody's tuning in like what the heck i was here for shohei so oh, what about what do you uh, what do you think about shohei and uh, the mlb season coming up
0: it's gonna be crazy like it's actually gonna be fun to watch baseball again yeah. I think Dodger, Dodgers are going to be on so many primetime ESPN games this year. And that new pitcher they have, mm-hmm. Yama, Yamahodo or something like that, I, I'll have to get his name right before the season starts and all that, obviously. But mm-hmm.
1: dude,
0: he was beaming 96 straight down the middle. And out of nowhere, there's a splitter. And it, like, when I say everything was down the middle, like mm-hmm. dead in the middle. And this splitter, I mean, the, the amount of break and just drop down this thing has, mm-hmm. going from 96 to like 80 something. Dude, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody will be able to hit off him this year that well. He'll, he'll, he'll win Cy Young if he throws like that.
1: Now, what do you think it is recently that's seen players or pitchers in particular throwing so much faster than they used to, just like ten years ago? You think it's a know. technique change, or they're just developing the arm better?
0: It's gotta be the technique and like their workout and the way they're doing mm-hmm. things and doing their body and like all that kind of stuff it's got to play into it because it's insane how fast and how consistent some of these guys are. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's mind-boggling. And, and the amount of spin and the amount of movement that they're putting on some of these balls, no way in heck you, you could make me, like, stand up there and even attempt to swing at that. Mm.
1: Yeah, dude, I mean, I remember sitting watching somebody like Billy Wagner, who back in the day, like, he was fast coming out of the Braves' bullpen. And he'd probably throw, like, 93, 94 and if he was really letting it fly, he'd hit, like, 97. And everybody's like, oh. And you go to, like, the old Turner field. And usually if they throw a fastball that's really good, they'll put the number of the speed mm-hmm. up in, like, orange. But if he hit, like, 95 plus, it's in red. And it's yeah. like now every pitch is basically just, like, the red. 98, like Ooh. 98 <laughs> and
0: above. It's like, oh, wow, that's, that's slow. It's like, no, dude, he's chumming 98 consistently down the middle, like.
1: That is not slow. <laughs> yeah. and I, Some of it might have to do too with – they do a lot better or worse, depending on if you're an old head, about rotating the pitchers out. Like, you know, you pitch three innings and somebody else pitches three. Mm-hmm. And I think knowing that they're not going to have to go the distance that it lets them go all in on the pitches they do have and put a little more juice on it. <laughs> well,
0: now you have a – there's an inning count of how many innings you can throw during a week or, like, during – till your next start or, like, in between starts. There's only so many pitches you can throw to be eligible to start again. And, like, that's the only reason Spencer Strider doesn't have 300 strikeouts a season because of the pitch count. He can't go too high or he can't Mm -hmm. get to that certain point to where he won't be able to play again until two weeks or he can't be able to play again for X amount of days. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean –
1: I think that's a policy that if teams want, they should be able to implement, but that shouldn't yeah, be a rule. Easy. Yeah, like, it if, shouldn't
0: be implemented in the rule book, no. It should be a it's like a state and federal thing. Like, if the state wants to implicate it, let them do it. Like, apply mm-hmm. the rule. If you don't want to, you don't have to. It's completely fine if you don't.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, what happened, like, back in the day, I guess you just have to plan your whole schedule or the whole season around yeah. when you want this pitcher to pitch certain games. But, like – right. I don't know, say somebody is pitching up against, like, the Braves, at least to our generation's big rivals of the Phillies. And it's like you pitch game one, but you just hate the Phillies so much and they were jawing off at you that you want to come back for game three or game four. Like, right. I think they should let you do that. Like, you know, like, we'll, we'll let Spencer have this one.
0: Maybe, maybe during the, like, regular season, because you play 162 games, maybe mm-hmm. that makes a little bit more sense. But at least postseason, at, the, at least. Do that during the postseason. Like let yeah. them throw, if they're if they're there and they've made it that far, let them go. Let them have at it.
1: I oh, mean, yeah. oh yeah. Back in like the Sandy Koufax era, he was pitching like every other game in the World Series. It's like, yeah. hey man, like your arm's only <laughs> kind of numb. The
0: last one who even did that was Chris Sale. He started, I want to say game seven or six, started the game, then came back in in the ninth inning and closed it out. Dang. I don't know how he did that, but. They let him do it for Boston when they were the, won were last World
1: Series. You know, it's uh, some of the rules and stuff that they used to have, it's crazy just like, how quickly it, they get away from it. But I do think MLB did a good job last year with the pitch count and widening yeah. the bases because right. it just made the game more fun to watch. I always love a good steal. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, God, yeah. And then, like like, a good smooth hit and run that's, like, supposed to be, like, Mm-hmm. perfect and it just goes through that's like i got it. it's funny i got an xbox this past weekend to just like mm-hmm. just stay home by that's the only reason i gotta so try to stay home more i've been playing another mlb the show did
1: like, you get the crazy. x hmm?
0: mm-hmm. did you
1: get the xbox x or did you go old school and get like a oh, xbox one the,
0: the little white one that's ah. what i got like one, it's a newer one, but it's not brand new type stuff. I only paid 100 bucks for it with two controllers.
1: Shoot, that's a pretty good deal.
0: Can't beat that, no. Because no. I bought the games and stuff, and I've been playing Madden. But, yeah, baseball is it's
1: back. It's back. Now, do you think the MLB will try to get away from the postseason number one and two seeds, get to sit out for the first week since? Mm-mm. You don't think so? Mm-mm.
0: No. They'll always let them have that.
1: It does, well, based on the results from last postseason, I don't know if teams will want it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's very true. That is very true. You might see it's,
1: teams like the Dodgers tanking for third.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. I see where it hurts a team getting all that break, but at the same time, if you're not preparing, mm-hmm. it's your own fault. you got to be ready. I mean, you have got to be ready. It's the playoffs.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, when it especially when you're two seasons into that being the playoff norm. So it's mm-hmm. not like you don't know it's coming. Like it's all right. good coaching to be able to adjust.
0: Yeah. But. And it it really bothers me how every time like a first round team gets put out or something, the fan base just always blames, Oh, well we should have done this or we should've done that. Like in reality, knowing dang good and well, you sh- your team should have just prepared better. Yeah. <laughs> it comes down to preparation. Like, come on, quit complaining, yeah. y'all lost, get on. That's how I felt as a Braves fan last year. When mm-hmm. we lost to the Phillies, I was just like Can't complain. Can't be mad. You just got to move
1: on. It is what it is. Just got to play better. Hopefully that will keep them up at night in the offseason and come back with a vengeance.
0: They made so many moves this year, though, dude, it's crazy. Like, I think the Braves will will be just fine this season.
1: I hope so. I mean, we've been kind of in the middle of a Braves resurgence, not quite to the level of them in the 90s, but to where they've been in the World Series conversation. At least every season for the last couple years. So hopefully they yeah, can continue.
0: Three years now, but yeah. I mean we've won the East what six years in a row. Mm,
1: something like that.
0: Yeah, six or seven years in a row now. So I mean, it it's if they make it to the World Series one more time and can win it, I think that you could almost put this like I guess the Ronald Acuna era Braves. You could put yeah. them. You could put them up there with them Nineties boys.
1: Well, that's what's that should be scary for the rest of the MLB. The fact that you can already call this to like Acuna era Braves, and he ain't even yeah. like twenty seven yet.
0: <laughs> no, he's not. We 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 got so lucky with him and Ozzy Albies. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Like Alex Anthopoulos, whenever he was first trying to get like Austin Riley, Ozzy, Acuna, when he was getting all them in our farm league system. It was the craziest thing ever. Like, we had Endurance Arte as our center fielder and stuff. That mm-hmm. that time, like, what, 2016, 2017 era? We were good, but it wasn't like, wow, we need that superstar. And we got Ronald, and, bro, everything has turned up since then.
1: I mean, yeah, especially, to like, post-Freddie. It's always good oh, to yeah. have another young up-and-comer to build around. He might – depending on how this season goes, he might –
0: uh, might get, might it. get him yeah, some Olsen. more hardware. Olson's putting up another fifty piece this season. We'll see.
1: I feel like the Dodgers, in a way, are becoming the new age Yankees, where it's like every time there's a big free agent, it seems like they're the ones that are attracting they have so much them.
0: money to spend. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have so much money out there to spend; it's ridiculous.
1: I mean, yeah, L.A. is a heck of a market, especially somebody like Shohei who's already on the West Coast, so your whole sales pitch is just, hey, man, move an hour south and play for a better franchise with a much better general management.
0: You're basically a dodger. Just move down like an hour, like you said. Just move, and then you'll be fine.
1: Poor Mike Trout, though. just left out to dry to waste away the rest of his career in the Angels.
0: Did Shohei play two years or one year with the Angels? Two. Two, that's what I thought. Yeah. Those were, and Trout was hurt most of last season. So, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if, if you were Mike Trout, would you leave?
1: Yeah. I mean, don't you get were, me wrong. I'm all for player loyalty and, you know, like staying true to the team that drafts you to an extent. But when you're late in your career and you're an all-time great player who's pretty much languished I, I, away I, your crime. You're
0: one of the greatest of all time and you still don't have a ring. Your I, numbers
1: I, forget a like, ring. He's never even made a deep playoff run. Mm-mm. And, I mean, baseball is one of those sports where one great player can't really make a difference like it can in basketball. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. in the all-time great conversations, the ring argument doesn't really hold up. Yeah. Like, how do you even know how many rings, like, Babe Ruth has? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, it doesn't. All right, I'm going to yeah. look that up real quick. But like, Ted Williams has zero, and he's right up there in the top ten, and nobody talks about how Ted Williams is a loser and this and that, like they would if he was a basketball Ted Williams
0: went on the craziest run in MLB history, though, dude.
1: Oh, yeah, do that 400, batting 400, the last one to ever do it, it's crazy. And
0: going going to two different wars and then coming back, still hitting over 300 and winning two MVPs.
1: Yeah, dude, if it wasn't for World War II in Korea, Ted Williams probably would be, like, the greatest statistical player dude, of all time.
0: Dude, I guarantee he would have ended with a fucking...
1: 400 batting average over 400. So, Babe Ruth was a seven time World Series champ and only a one time MVP, which is kind of crazy. Holy
0: cow!
1: I think they used to have some weird rule back in the day, though, where like if you won the MVP, that like you couldn't win back to back or something like that. Yeah, so I think that's why he's only got one, but like, yeah, so seven rings, good Uh on the babe.
0: Right.
1: Like, Hank Aaron's early season,
0: Like, preseason predictions. Who do you see winning it all?
1: I'm going to go with the Braves. I think we're going to... I hope, and I'm going to try to manifest it. I hope we get a Braves-Dodgers NLCS. And I Mm -hmm. think the Braves will come out on top. Just because, at least... In baseball, every time there's a team that's like crazy hyped up, like, oh my gosh, Caesar, like, what is baseball going to do? It never seems to pan out. Like I remember when Gina Carlos Stanton went to the Yankees and everybody uh-huh. was losing their mind, and we see how well that's gone for him. Yeah. So I that's think so this would be like this. Plus, Shohei is hurt. So you don't – or is formerly hurt. He's recovering. I don't know how impactful he'll be for the start of the season. That's if he can stay healthy.
0: Yeah, he struck out looking today at spring training. He didn't really swing the bat much.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of X factors surrounding that Dodgers team that the hype the media is putting around it doesn't really talk about.
0: Yeah, no, I think it'll come down to the Dodgers and Braves, and then it'll be the Braves and the Orioles, and I think one of those two teams, Braves or Orioles, are winning it all this mm-hmm. year. I don't know who, but Baltimore will get their wing Will get their ring.
1: Hey, if they do, might have to come down here to watch the World Series.
0: <laughs> that would be awesome. I've always wanted to go to Camden Yards, dude. That place is sick.
1: Mhm. See, I thought the Orioles are one of those franchises that, for whatever reason, don't get a lot of talk. They kind of, like, fly mm-hmm. under the radar, I guess, because they haven't ever been historically good, except for maybe, like, the 70s when they had Brooks Robinson.
0: Yeah, and Cal Ripken was, like, their main person. Still is their main base of the franchise
1: yeah Yeah. and like well frank robinson too but like how ripkins claim to fame is that he just played every game like it's not it's not like he was like a statistically dominant player he was good and he was good for a long time but that's about it
0: he just played so that was the thing about him he just played Mm. so many games consistently it was like you didn't even really do much in those games yeah
1: (laughs) I know, like, you think at some point, like, in that streak, one of those pitchers would have been like, you know what? I'm just going to beam this dude in the face. I'm si- I'm making yeah. him sit out. <laughs> oh. I'm breaking oh. the streak. <laughs> Turns into, Catches like, Brock in. Lesnar. I ended the streak.
0: <laughs> catch him. just Dude, that would be crazy. Catch, catch a fastball across the mouth to end your streak. Like, two games of breaking the record, and you just, like, end it. It's like, oh, sorry. I don't want that record to get beat.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, that would – that's fine. Far- I may be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure Lou Gehrig never missed a game. Like, once he got benched, I don't know if he ever came back because he got benched because he had ALS. So yeah. I think that might have just been a wrap for him. And have you heard the story about how his streak started, like how he got his first start? The yeah. first baseman for the Yankees just had a headache. And he was like, hey, coach, you care if I sit out today? And he was like, yeah, sure. Like, no problem. We'll see you next week. And then Lou Gehrig subbed in for him and, like, just played his brain off. And the coach was like, yeah, about that, Wally. (laughs) We'll see you. You're done. You're done. That sucks. That's awesome. But, you know, speaking of wrestling, too, my Brock Lesnar reference, the Elimination Chamber is come and gone. And yes. we know Drew McIntyre will be going to WrestleMania to face off against Seth Rollins, and Cody Rhodes yeah. has called out The Rock. Did he? Yeah, he's. You're gonna get to
0: watch The Rock wrestle before we die.
1: I don't know, cause all the I, we're gonna get to see him for sure, but we're we're going to night yeah. two, and all the talk says that he's gonna be wrestling on night one. So that dude, I would cry if. That, yeah, two. We, we might have to just fork over the money for whatever not one is, go get in the nosebleed. Yeah, blood. You just
0: just eat the bullet and you're just <laughs> buy tickets the day of.
1: But and either way, dude, just being life. in the same building as The Rock, like that would just be That'd insane. Be awesome.
0: That would be awesome.
1: I think right now we can safely say Shaq is the most famous person that we've ever yeah. encountered.
0: For sure. Well, just that group of people alone was like, It'll be hard to beat that many like celebrity like well known people, in a function like that again.
1: Yeah, I and mean, for for the, y'all listening, me and Levi once got to go behind the scenes on Inside the NBA, and we got awesome. to meet Shaq, Charles Barkley, Kyle Kuzma was visiting, got to see him.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I forgot about that. Yeah,
1: Kenny Smith, Ernie Johnson. Dude, that that was cool. Kyle mm. Kuzma is way taller in person than you'd think on TV. That like, makes you
0: think like how tall he is in person imagine like when Yama actually in
1: person yeah dude he, he did That's you see he uh, became the first rookie to ever get a five by five
0: yeah i saw that dude
1: it's he's crazy he's dude. something he almost else
0: triple double with blocks didn't he probably i saw something about that the other day he literally almost had a triple double with blocks
1: dude he's a and cheap he
0: triple double with blocks
1: he is a cheat like he's whenever I make a character in 2k like I make Victor Webanyama yeah a little bit bulkier yeah. but
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah he's like this big around it's crazy
1: do you think he'll be able to have the longevity or do you think the knees will get to him like they do every other big player like
0: to do every other player Dude, he's just way too big and way too lanky. If he's running around and putting that much pressure on his kneecaps and his, like where his knee meets and all that, no chance. Mm-hmm. He can keep that up for 10, 15 years.
1: Well, I think the lankiness might actually help him out when it comes to the knees. It still might not help much, but he won't end right. up like Zion, who can't yeah, play more so than much- half a season without hurting his knee.
0: Because you have so much weight on there. He's a big old boy.
1: Do you think Zion can ever... Kind of rejuvenate that spark that he had when he first started? No, I don't think so.
0: I think he lost it all. He's out here getting like OnlyFans models pregnant and all that kind of stuff. He's he's falling off the deep end.
1: Dude, did you see who OnlyFans made an offer to? Snoop Dogg? Yeah, dude. What was it like 40 mil?
0: Mm hmm. For one picture.
1: Dude, that's crazy. I think. Did you send me Shannon Sharp's reaction to that? Mm hmm. He was like, dog, 40 greatest. mil? Like.
0: <laughs> Part of me, he said let me go ahead and throw that thing out on the table for you miss
1: <laughs> dude that's crazy
0: it's hilarious he's by far one of my favorite like entertainment folks who make like podcasts and stuff
1: oh yeah you shannon sharp he's got more personality in his pinky finger than most people have in their entire body and skip dude, bayless awesome. is probably kicking himself every night for running him off oh, of fs1 gotcha.
0: Another good podcast that's out right now talking about like old NBA stuff is uh Jeff Teague Club Five Twenty podcast. Mm. Dude, they are hilarious. Jeff Teague is by far probably my favorite basketball player of all time. Just because yeah. you know, podcast. I've seen
1: he's been making the rounds a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on like yeah. Club Shay Shay with Shannon Sharp and everything too. And I was I was surprised. I was like, man, this is giving me like twenty fourteen nostalgia seeing Jeff Teague back in the headlines. Yeah. yeah. His brother, like too, story. used to be really good in college.
0: It was like my story the other day whenever I posted the Hawks mm-hmm. with Bibby and Joe Johnson and all that. I was like, dude, I miss the old Hawks so bad. So bad.
1: Dude, it was pure nostalgia.
0: 100%. Oh, uh, August like August 8th, I don't know if you'll be in town or not, but we're going to go to a Braves game for Liv's birthday. All so right. Support <laughs> She's never been to a game before So we're gonna to try to go before birthday But we're definitely going on a birthday
1: Yeah, bet Dude, I haven't been to a Braves game in a minute
0: Yeah, I went to a few of them last year I have to though
1: like, I mean, that's the thing them, Like, Especially with baseball Is the best sport to go watch in person And mm-hmm. I'll argue that on anybody sure. like, It's hard
0: to beat Because you can literally, you're outside and It's warm mm-hmm. weather you can hold cold beer in your hand. Like, dude, there's so many things that you can't beat about that.
1: Yeah, and, like, at least in Atlanta, like, I don't – the Hawk Stadium is an arena. It's not like, – Mercedes-Benz is an outdoor. So, like you right. said, you don't get the fun, like, vibe of sitting outside watching.
0: And, like, the thing about the new stadium is, like, the battery, being outside mm-hmm. and uh, having, like, so many different places and things to look at and walk around before the game starts, after the game's over can go to the uh, pbr there's just so many different like commodities that come with that and dude dude, like
1: low-key the braves are a sideshow like i know people that will go down like for a Braves game and not even go to the stadium
0: yeah they do oh the braves playing tonight i didn't know i was going to pbr anyway yeah (laughs)
1: like okay and the fact they have apartments set up around the area too like can you imagine just sitting on your balcony and listening to a Braves game
0: i oh, listen to this. Last year we were hanging out with these people, um, and they lived walking distance to the stadium. And we would literally go to their place pregame, go to the game, go out, and then just walk right back to their house or right back to their apartment. They're paying like three grand a month.
1: Dude, that's that's what I'm paying here. Shoot, <laughs> I'd just go down to Atlanta and live it up with the Braves.
0: go live by turn or go live by truest.
1: Yeah. Dude, I hate how they name the stadiums now after sponsors. Like, yeah. it's – because especially when they change it. Like, I still call it SunTrust sometimes. And it's like, I, right. my bad. Somebody else bought out SunTrust, and now it's Truist. Yeah, that's
0: Truist. <laughs> and then next year it'll be Amicalola. And then the MasterCard Stadium. <laughs> Georgia Power. <laughs> Georgia Power Stadium.
1: <laughs> One of these days.
0: <laughs> Kentucky County Water Authority. <laughs> See,
1: South Canton <laughs> Home Stadium. Come on, Ricky. Let's get on it. <laughs> one of oh, these days
0: that is so funny
1: but uh yeah so that's the mlb preseason do you have any awards predictions like who do you think um, is going to have a standout guess, season
0: yeah that Yamamoto guy mm-hmm. i'm probably butchering his name i i don't know it exactly but he's a new japanese guy who mm-hmm. was signed by the dodgers like i was telling you about man he's he can throw like he did in that video or a couple videos I've seen of him today, he's gonna be the Cy Young award winner for sure. He won't he won't lose more than five, six games, I guarantee it this year. He'll have an ERA mm-hmm. I guarantee I promise you he'll have an ERA in three.
1: Well hey, if he's gonna be that good, we promise we'll get his name figured out. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and that's how yeah. it
0: feels so bad, like God I butchered his name and I'm like <laughs> hyping him up this good. But, like, I literally, I've seen just a couple videos of him today, and just what I saw, just Mm -hmm. off those videos alone, golly. Spencer Strider, though, he's going to bounce back this year, and he's probably going to go for, like, Mm -hmm. over 250 strikeouts guaranteed.
1: Hey, man. I hope. But whatever the Japanese do as far as developing basketball talent, dude, America needs to get on it. (laughs) And I don't know.
0: The kid from Japan, he's 17 or or 18, and instead of being the number one draft pick for the Japanese Baseball League, he ended up signing and committing to Stanford to play baseball in America to go to the draft, and whenever he gets, I guess, college finished or if Mm -hmm. he's eligible in a year, he'll go to the draft. But he holds the record for most high school baseball home runs in Japan. Mm -hmm. It's an absurd amount.
1: You think you could have took him?
0: (laughs) Dude no
1: chance i have to look that up because i mean like over in japan that technically if you're looking at all of baseball the all-time home run leader is sadaharu oh who hit like 800 something home runs in japan like pretty sure japan they invented like the euro ball like a bunch of different trick pitches that haven't made their way over here yet at least not consistently, but, like, they do it different.
0: Dude, his name is Rentaro Sasaki, and he's 17 years old, and he has 140 home runs as a high school baseball player. 140.
1: That's, like, a decent MLB career. (laughs)
0: They play – we played in high school, we played, like, 20 games, 20-something games. Mm -hmm. Like, that's – and that's just absurd to me. Like, in 20 games – he has, I mean. Did you, even, did
1: you even bat 147 times in your high school career, do you
0: think? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I don't even know if I batted 100. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I probably, yeah, I guess I'd get like four, three or four every game. I played about 80 to 100 games, 80, 85, 86 games. Mm-hmm. I know i probably below 100, yeah. Hey, I batted 290 in high school. There you go. Most stolen bases all four years on every team I played on.
1: Hey. Yeah, I was good for something. Cherokee County Sports Hall of Fame circa 2050, Levi Mayo. <laughs>
0: I'd like to take my cousin Garrett.
1: <laughs> for letting me know this Hall of Fame even existed in the first place.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Where's my gold jacket? <laughs> yeah.
1: So, uh, before we wrap this thing up, last thing I want to get into, March Madness is right around the corner. I have absolutely no idea what's going on in college basketball. I just felt like we should at least mention the fact that it's it's,
0: going to come down. Watch out for North Carolina. Mm -hmm. They'll they'll have a little streak. I want to say, man, I really want to say UConn's going to win it all, but I just don't see that happening because they just got beat not too Mm -hmm. long ago. I don't know. It's gonna be tight. It's it, It's gonna be one of those years where not. I don't think too many people have paid attention. So it's gonna be a lot of new new students and all like new players coming at us mm-hmm. in a whole different way. But some of them will pop off and they'll put their name out there for sure. I just don't know who and exactly what team yet.
1: I feel like March Madness, just like any other college sport, at least like you've got your usual suspects. You got UNC, Gonzaga, yeah. UConn. Like, you can pretty much put seven names in a bag and pull it out every year, and it's going to be one of them.
0: Yeah, every year, too. That's it, And that's the thing about college basketball is, like, people want to say, oh, in football, the same teams win all the time or, like, the same teams win the championship. Well, probably because they're the best ones. They they work their tails off. You you never hear them complain about much. If they do, it's probably something pretty serious. They just go to work every day, and that's why they're so consistent with their stuff. They just mm-hmm. know how to hire the right coaches. They know how to work out the right way. They know how to hold themselves the right way, carry themselves all nine yards. And mm-hmm. being like those big programs is stupid hard to do.
1: Oh, man, absolutely. Especially when you get those coaches who, like, like Coach K at Duke, who are just there yeah, for so long exactly. that they set the culture for, like, an entire yeah. generation of coaches coming up underneath them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy but what remember, do you think um, what do you think college Tony, basketball Tony can, what's that
0: do you remember Tony Campbell from Reinhardt oh yeah, yeah I saw he you posted like, that the guy who, like Tony yeah dude, yeah AAC women's coach of the year coach Tony I haven't talked to him forever he probably wouldn't even know me if he saw me but hey that was awesome to see dude that was I saw that the day and I was like holy cow bro that's, that's,
1: that's crazy hey dude Cherokee basketball camp he was always right there Helping Coach Quan out. Oh yeah. One thing I didn't mention on the Super Bowl Street, or maybe I did. Dude Montrell, I did not realize he was on the Chiefs. Canton now has a Super Bowl uh, champion.
0: Halfway halfway through the season, uh, he got traded to the Chiefs, and he's been with them for like over half the season. So it was really cool to see that happen.
1: Dude, like being able to say I was on the same track team as a Super Bowl champ, like that's pretty wild.
0: Straight up. Yeah. Yeah, that that stuff was really cool to see.
1: Know mm-hmm. what I was gonna ask you though? What do you think college basketball can do to make people care again? Like, is there anything?
0: Gosh, it really. At this point, there's so many different options besides college basketball that it's hard for them to keep up.
1: Hmm.
0: Like you can go do the. There's a thing in Atlanta called OTE, where it basically gives kids an opportunity to play ball instead of going to college and having to do all that stuff.
1: Mm -hmm. You can go to
0: the G league. You can go, there's just so many different routes you can take besides having to actually go to college for ball.
1: Yeah.
0: I just don't know if like, if they just need one of those players from back in the day to be a coach or something like that. It's like Dion Mm with Colorado. They need, it needs somebody to bring life back into it. And I just don't know what college basketball player stands out to me enough from the past to, like, make them want to be like
1: that. hmm it, it takes – some well, that's the thing because, like, the best college basketball players are generally not the ones that went on to become great NBA players. Right. So they wouldn't have the name value of somebody like a Deion Sanders somebody coming back. Like, I don't know, if Christian right. Laettner came back to Duke. Like I, J.J. Redick, for yeah. example.
0: If he was to go coach at Duke or something, I think – more, a lot more people would tune into what's going on. Mm-hmm.
1: Or
0: like, like, Patrick Ewing was just like, coaching
1: at Georgetown a couple of years back,
0: yeah, but they were trash. Like that was just, I felt bad for him.
1: Maybe now at Alan Iverson point, can get the gig.
0: Yeah, at one point there's a video of Patrick Ewing asking one of his centers who's like seven foot eleven, or six eleven, like seven, <laughs> seven foot, foot eleven. And, yeah, no, he's like twelve foot tall. <laughs> he was like. What are you doing shooting a three-pointer? You are seven foot tall. Get in the paint and rebound the ball. Quit shooting threes. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, he, he's mad. He's mad.
1: The game's done past him by.
0: Yep. He's too old. He needs to get out and retire.
1: I was like, did you catch the All-Star game?
0: Yeah, that was ridiculous. I hated that.
1: By nothing but threes and layups.
0: 211 to 190-something, wasn't it?
1: Something like that. Dude, Adam Silver after the game is like, here you go. Here's your MVP. I don't need – I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Adam Silver's got to do, you, do when something.
0: When do you think he'll give it up?
1: Oh, it'll be a long time.
0: i figured. I mean, so. I unless think. he gets a promotion. Did you, did you, speaking of, real quick on the MLB and all that, did you see that Rob Manford is gone in 2029, the commissioner?
1: Really? No, I didn't yeah, know that. He,
0: uh, dude, he's rude. Like, supposedly – if you go in and look at it and do it, dude, just read up on it. He's, mm-hmm. like, ruined the game of baseball. Like, it's, it's why the MLB has been in such a decline the last X amount of years. Yeah. Because of Rob Manford and, like, some of the stuff that he implanted and, or enrolled and stuff. Well, mm-hmm. he's done in 2029. and People are saying, like, thank God Manford's out. Thank God he's leaving. It's Like, do you still got f- – but five more years with the guy like he's not yeah, he's not like, leaving next year. Like he still, he's still got, got more
1: time to do some damage. Five
0: more years to ruin the league, even worse. But yeah, if you read up on that, you'll you'd be surprised and all the stuff that he's like implemented, and it's just crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. I haven't liked Rob Manfred since I sent him a ten-page letter about why Joe Jackson is innocent, and he never <laughs> he never listened to me. He sent me back like a paragraph, being like, "Hey man, like I just got into office. Let me look at it," and. Never never did anything about it. Still need to free my man, Joe Jackson. So when oh in, in five years, I'll have to drop that letter again.
0: Yeah, but hey, you remember me? <laughs> that is awesome.
1: That is yeah. awesome. Yeah, man. Well, good chatting with you. We'll be here same time next week. Wednesdays are the new days. And be sure to check us out. We should have probably done this at the start. But check us out yeah. on uh Instagram. We got two TikToks. So we're on TikTok now. So check us out at all the places. Hey,
0: Chief, follow us on everything you can. And we sure to appreciate y'all. Yeah. Good talking to you, buddy.
1: Yeah, good to see you.
0: See you, brother.